Oasis Church Chicago, my name is Becca Schaefer, and I'm so excited to welcome you to our podcast and introduce our new series, In This Place. To supplement this evangelism-focused series, we interviewed five different people in our body to learn how they share the gospel in their day-to-day lives. We hope these stories leave you feeling inspired and equipped to step out into our city and connect others to the life-giving presence of Jesus. Denissa, I'm so excited to get to talk with you today about sharing the gospel, talking to people about Jesus. You are an incredible artist, an incredible gallery assistant, curator, creative queen, and you crush it at Oasis, letting everyone, emailing everyone, letting them know what's going on, where to go, what time. And you are so good at seeing the golden people and calling it out. And I know we've talked and that's been a really awesome like launch pad for you to be able to share the gospel, to be able to let people know about Jesus um, by celebrating the gold in them. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think celebration is a great way to put it. So everyone is made in the image of God. So how do we celebrate them in their characters and in their individual talents, in their ways of seeing the world and being like, hey, that thing inside of you, that's from Jesus. And like God made you in that specific way. And how can I help connect the dots between how someone is made individually and how that relates to who Jesus is as a person. And then and then kind of get in there and be like, okay, how do I share the gospel in a way that makes sense to them through generosity or through the stories of, yeah, the ways that they're made in their personality. How have like you've taken those like moments of seeing the gold in someone and kind of turning that into a gospel conversation? I think definitely through close and intimate relationship, I think spending time with people and authentically getting to know them in a genuine, radically soft sort of way, and then letting the spirit lead. I think when the door is open to conversation, really taking hold of it and not being afraid of like what's to come next. I think sometimes I, yeah, I've gotten into conversations where I'm like, where do I go from here? Or like, will I really share what's going on? And then really trusting the Lord, whatever he's like, share, you you should say something about me. And I'm like, okay, I will. And I won't be afraid. Or if I'm afraid, I'll just like trust that something is going to happen because the gospel never comes back void. That's beautiful. I love that the gospel never comes back void. How have you seen the Lord, like the Holy Spirit come through in those moments where you're like, okay, I'm going to share. Like, how have you seen him come through? Yeah, I think of this like memory, I think that I told you earlier of one time I was in college and this person who was like very anti-God, very like Satanist patches, you know, the whole nine yards, very scary against like organized religion to me, but we were friends and I had shared like very openly about like loving Jesus. And like months later they had come to me in this like hard situation and they were like, I need help my family like is going through some financial troubles and like, I'm not sure if I'll be able to continue school. Like, can you pray for me? And I was like, oh, yes. I was like so caught off guard by it, but I was like, okay, God, I'm just gonna pray for this person. And then I told them after I prayed for them, I was like, you should talk to God. And they're like, I don't know how, like, I don't think I can. And I was like, you can, it's just like talking to me. And so I think in that moment, meeting this person where they're at and then remembering like, oh, God's not gonna leave them in that space, whether they chose to believe or not believe, It's like this moment was like an ordained moment to talk about who Jesus was to them. And they remembered something about me and my life that I had told them like months before. And so I think that, yeah, God uses these instances of being faithful in one moment for them to be like replicated in another moment. What kind of encouragement would you give to someone who is thinking about sharing the gospel like with their friends or their coworkers or if they're an artist, another artist, um, 
how would you encourage them? I think do it in a way that makes sense to you. Like, I don't think that every person is going to share the gospel in the same way. Like, maybe we're going to use similar language. Like, yes, Jesus died and rose again, and this is how the story unfolded. But how does it make sense to, like, your heart and your life? Like, everyone is going to tell it in a different way. And I think even practicing, like, I don't know, I've gone through so many, like, (laughs) this sounds really funny, but I've gone through, like, so many gospel trainings or, like, how to share your faith things because I came from like a, mini- a vocational ministry background. But I think like even practicing with your friends at church, like what does it look like to have a conversation and how do we make it make sense to our lives and our testimonies and our stories and the stories that God's placed in our hearts from like scripture. Um, but I think like it's not silly to practice and to like practice with the people that are safe um, and to write it down because I think like God's always going to use the gospel in our own hearts no matter how many times we share it. Like, I don't know, I was literally like overseas sharing the gospel as part of like a cultural exchange program. And um, I just always remember that like, maybe this person wasn't connecting that I was across the table from, like they were like so far from Jesus, but Jesus was always ministering to me. So I think like it's always happening. Some Something's happening when the gospel is being shared, whether it's in us or the person that we're sharing it with. Wow, that's really beautiful. Um... How have you like worked through those moments where you've been scared or where you felt like a lot of fear? Like how have you worked through that? And how have you seen, how has that affected your relationship with the Lord? Yeah, I think it makes me like run to him in some aspects where I'm like, oh, I'm afraid of this, but like you've called me to this. Like everyone, I think we were joking the other day that's like, yeah, that's <laughs> to share the gospel is like not a call for certain people. It's like for everybody. And so if that's true, then how am I doing it in a way that makes sense for me? But I think when I'm scared, it's like, yeah, what's there to be afraid of? Like this person is just going to be like, oh, that's cool for you. You do you. But I think like I want to know people genuinely. And I think I want people to know me genuinely. And if Jesus is the most important thing about me, then this gift that he's given me, which is like his life and death and resurrection to be free is something I want to share openly with other people. And so, yeah, I think. I don't know. Does that answer the question? Oh, 100%. Earlier in the conversation, you mentioned radical softness. Can you expound more upon that in connection with Jesus? Yeah, I think Jesus is like the most radically soft person that existed in all of humanity. Like he was so like for the truth and for clarity and for kindness and for compassion, but like, you know, flipped tables and like wanted justice. And so I think in my art practice and in my art life, I try to center everything on this radical softness idea and thinking about like, if Jesus was my ultimate first friend, like what, how do I create friendship for other people? And then through that friendship and relationship, get to share Jesus through action, through word, through deed, through encouragement, through the other like gifts of the spirit. Wow. And I know a lot of your work revolves around um, relationship, friendship, intimacy. How is that introduced conversation for Jesus? Or have you seen that introduced conversation around that? Yeah, I think a lot of people ask, like, why do you make the work that you make? And I've often said, I think my first step is like, okay, it does sometimes come from loneliness. Like I make this work because I want friends. And so if I'm like putting out in the world what I want to see, then I'm creating like a new community. And then I think, and they're like, okay, is there more? And I'm like, yeah, actually, like, as cheesy as it sounds, like Jesus was my first friend when I was like five years old. And I want that to be like, true of other people that they can be in relationship with God in this real and authentic way that 
sinks deep and is like satisfying and is like fun and genuine and exciting. Like when we're in relationship, there's like something beautiful about like two people who are whole coming together to create something new. And I think Jesus is like calling us to do that with each other and to do that with him. And so I think that's why I make the work that I make to create friendship and community in like through the art piece with me, like a connection to me, but then also a connection between the audience members and themselves. Wow. And that's birthed a lot of conversations like around Jesus and introducing him as a friend, which I think is such a beautiful way to be able to introduce it to people and to be able to, yeah, share that Jesus is there for you as like your friend and your savior and all of these different aspects of the relationship. A hundred percent. And I think like being a friend, everyone knows what that's like. And so I think it takes this like big God that is like beautiful and kind of like we can't even fathom him and then brings him into a space where you're like, oh, I know what a friend does. And like, oh, God and Jesus could be my friend. Like what an honor or like what a privilege. And then that Jesus wants to be like our friend. Like he calls us friend. That's so beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Nissa, for sharing about all of this. Thanks, Becca. 